welcome to the next episode. That was very Dr. Dre of me. Welcome to the latest and greatest episode of the Laugh and Be Blessed podcast with your hosts, Jake and Chia Rubel. I was going to say, you going to say anything or just play on your phone? Listen, you should just know my cues by now. You don't have any. The cue is whenever I look at you. That means you speak it. Speak it. Speak it. I didn't mean to be very uh, dominant over you. I've been watching a lot of cult stuff lately, and it's 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 getting its hooks in me. <laughs> so thank you for joining us for this episode of Laugh and Be Blessed. Everybody's amazing. Everybody is great. And you may be going through stuff that sucks, but don't join a cult. You know, that's what I'm here to say today. Just just, just be cool, dude. Just just calm down. And that's why we are the not cult. Uh, it's not a cult. This is the, the... Whenever I say not a cult like that, it almost sounds like we're just a cult at sea. <laughs> like a not a cult. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's a not a cult. You know, it's like, oh, we're... Well, pirates were technically cults, if you think about it. Yeah, I guess. I mean, if you think about it, pirates are just cults, right? What's the difference between the mob and a cult? Uh, I don't know. I really don't know. I'm just saying, I think the mob is just a cult. I guess so. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's because there's not, like, a religious aspect to it. Is that what, like, would classify? But not all cults are, like, a religious aspect to it, because the one that I'm watching right now has, like, no religious things to it. So... Yeah, I mean that's the th- these are things to think about at night before you go to sleep, you know. No, you no, just yeah. Let's figure out the definition of a cult. Uh, while you're doing that, I want to thank everybody who came out to the shows in Grand Rapids, Michigan, and Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, I had so much fun. I was with AJ Wilkerson and Chris Harvey, and man, it was great. Like we just we had so much fun. The people that showed up in Grand Rapids, two sold out shows. Everybody that was there was just so awesome, so great. Um, so if you were listening to this and you were at any of those shows, thank you so much. It was great meeting you. I had so much fun, such a good time. So um, at all of those shows. And, you know, it was nice. I had been home for a couple weeks. It was nice to be back on the road again. Uh, to be honest, my sleep schedule was real weird, so I kind of needed it. Like my body has just been used Used? Used. Yeah, that's true. It was used by the road. <laughs> it was just used to being on the road so that whenever I was home for a few weeks, it was very strange and I couldn't figure it out. I couldn't figure out the my sleep schedule or anything, but it's good now. I'm home for a couple more days and then we go to Rosemont, Illinois this Wednesday. So this Wednesday I will be at Zany's in Rosemont with AJ. Um, tickets are still available for that show. So if you want to come see us and you're anywhere near Rosemont, Illinois, please go to ajwilkerson.com, get your tickets there. And on the 27th of January, we will be in Fort Wayne, Indiana at Pierre's. So uh, tickets still available for that show as well. So please go to AJ Wilkerson Comedy, get your tickets there. And then on 30th, we'll be at Zany's in Nashville, Tennessee. So we'll be there for New Material Monday. Uh, which is always a great time. I'm super excited. I've not been back. I've not been to Zany's in a few months, so like I'm really, really looking forward to that. February 1st, we're in Huntsville, Alabama, at Stand Up Live, doing our two-man show, Shake and Jake. It is going to be such a good time. I love this club. 
we're very excited to this is going to be like our first time at like a like a nationally known comedy club doing shake and shake so we're really really excited technically the first time that we did it was at a comedy club but we also was not that was spur of the moment type situation so we're really really stoked to do this so um tickets available for that you can go to aj wilkerson or ajwilkerson.com to get tickets for that or just go to the stand up live website and get your tickets there and then on February 2nd, which is my birthday, we will be in Birmingham, Alabama at the Stardome Comedy Club. That is going to be amazing. Uh, I've wanted to do this club for a long time, and we're very, very excited to do it. So um, tickets available for that still as well. We just kind of picked that one up not too long ago, so like last week, so... It's going to be great. That's my birthday show. So if you're anywhere around there, come see me for my birthday and bring me a tie-dye shirt. Um, <laughs> and then um, February 4th, we will be in Atlanta, uh, part of the West End Comedy Festival in Atlanta. So that that's going to be uh, a good time as well. So get your tickets for any of those shows. Come out and see us. It's going to be so much fun. Chia, what is a cult? Okay, so a cult is a group or movement held together by a shared commitment to a charismatic, <clears throat> sorry, charismatic leader or I- ideology. It has a belief system that has the answers to all of life's questions and offers a special solution to be gained only by following the leader's rules. And then the three characteristics of the cult are the group is focused on a living leader to whom members seem to display excessively zealous, unquestionable commitment. The group is preoccupied with bringing in new members, and the group is preoccupied with making money. So I guess that's how it would differ from the mob. Yeah, because the mob's not trying to bring people in. And also... They don't like. I don't think that the the mob is 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 being like, we're doing this for the greater good. They're like, no, let's line our pockets. Yeah. So yeah. I guess the mob is not a cult. So we've figured it out. Not as like we're not a cult. <laughs> right. You know. <laughs> we're not a cult. Or the mob. Or a criminal organization. Yeah, I mean we're barely an organization over here, if we're being honest. So, okay, well we figured it out. Mm-hmm. Look at us. Just check us out. Just get educated. Yeah, how you been doing? You've been working a lot. I've been alright. Yeah? Tired. Very tired. Yeah. Seems to be your MO. It here lately, yes. Yeah. Seems like you're tired a lot. I'm tired Yeah. And then Two of the kids were fine, but we had one who kept having belly issues, so kind of had to tend, kind of had to tend to him all week. So I hadn't really had time off. Yeah, that was something that we were talking about the other night. Like when we, when there's a situation with your kid, you appreciate people like being nice about it and trying to help, but then there gets to a point to where they're almost talking to you like you don't know anything. And that's, that's something that we've been going through lately that's been kind of frustrating is it's like, you know, we'll say, oh, well, this is what's going on. We took him to the doctor. This is what they said. This is what we're working on. They're like, well, it could be this. And it's like, well, yeah, but we took him to the doctor. Yeah. They're like, yeah, but have you thought about this? And it's like, okay, so um, we took him to the doctor. <laughs> like, we're not asking for, you know, for a diagnosis here. We're just explaining what's going on. And it's a weird thing because sometimes that's fine. But then other times it gets very frustrating and annoying. Yeah. 
Like it goes too far. Before anything else, it's Roman. He's fine. It's yeah, Roman's. To- yeah, he's totally fine. But that's the other thing is like whenever, you know, we took him to the doctor. He's just had extreme constipation and acid reflux. It's all diet related, so we're working on you know, changing up his diet a little and making sure he has the right medications to make him feel better. But then someone suggested it could be an ulcer. I'm like, why are you trying to make my kid worse than what the doctor said? Right, and it's not like they suggested it to us. They told him he may have an ulcer. So it's like the kid is scared, and he's scared anyways because he was trying to – like on the way to the doctor, he was freaking out, and he was like, what if it's something serious? And we are like, dude, that's why we're going. Like it's probably fine. And, you know, we're working through it and figuring it out. But it was like, don't tell him – that, it, that his stomach is bleeding inside of there. Like, dude, what are you doing? I don't know. It's just, like I said, it's a weird thing because it's like, at one on the one hand, you're you're like, oh, well, thank you for caring about my kid. But on the other hand, it's like, well, do you really care for the kid or are you just trying to be smart? Right. Are you just like, oh, I just figured it out. I know all the answers. And I'm like, well, I mean, you don't. Yeah. Because the, the answer I came up with was to take him to a doctor. And- yeah, there's the answer. <laughs> figured it out. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get, let's take it to somebody. I don't know. Take it to somebody. Let's take it. To, I meant the the sickness. It's either way. I don't know. I don't know. It's been a weird day. Uh, I buried a rabbit today. Uh, speaking of which, hey, we're doing a podcast. <laughs> All right. See you later, pal. Uh, but yeah, we. Uh, I I buried a rabbit today. Yeah. Did not expect that because, like, he was completely fine. And that was the thing, too, that we were talking about because, like, Jasmine was worried that maybe she did something. He was f- legit fine last night. Yeah. I think he was just old. Because I, I, before we got him, Uncle Mark had him for, like, a few years. Yeah. How long do rabbits live? I don't know. That's another thing. Why don't you pull that up? <laughs> yeah. I think he was a lion head rabbit. But he had him for years, and before he had him, the person that he got him from had him for a few years, I think. And then we've had him for a few years. So it's like, I don't know how old this dude was, but I'm, but he didn't act sick. He didn't act weird or anything. Oh, they only lived seven to nine years. Oh, so yeah, he just died. <laughs> yeah. He was just an old guy. Because we've had him for like three. Yeah, we've had him for three. And I know Uncle Mark had him for at least three. Three or four, yeah. Yeah. And then he got him from someone else. So. Yeah. Yeah, dude was old. Yeah, so I would say that's what it was, um, which she was pretty bummed about because he just now started, like, being, like, a pet, like, in the last month or so. But it's probably just because he was old and was just like, I'm not fighting you anymore. <laughs> like, it all makes sense now. Well, I woke up to it because I worked last night, and I wake up to her crying and like, Mom, Zeus is all stiff. I think he's dead. And she had him in her hands. Oh, no. Get that dead, get that dead bunny out of my face. You did so much more than I would have done. I'd have been like, yeah, it's a dead bunny. Throw it out back. But she made me, she made me dig a grave, put him in the most perfect, put him in the most perfect coffin ever. A corn dog box. She's such... <laughs> it was just so, like Jasmine just comes out with this corn dog box and she's like, we got to bury this. And I was like, what? 
but she was like, she's 100% my daughter, because at first she's bawling her eyes out. She's super upset about it and everything, and, you know, we just tell her, you know, he's old, this, these things happen, and then whenever we were walking outside for me to dig the grave for him, she's carrying this corn dog box, and she looks down and she goes, "Oh, Dad, he's microwavable. <laughs> I was like, you are so weird. I, I love it so much. She was upset. Like, she, she buried him with his favorite stuffed animals. Yeah. And she made him a gravestone. She painted the, a, a rock very, yeah. She painted, she took a rock, she painted it blue, and then she painted on it like his birthday, which she made up. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like she wrote on it like when he was born and when he died. And I'm like, this this is a lie. Like you just made a lie. But she won't remember in like four years when that rock is gone. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I barely buried him. The dogs are going to dig him up. <laughs> It's cold outside. I buried him deep enough for her to not realize it. And whenever the dogs dig him up, I'll take care of it and I'll just cover it back up. And she'll just think he's always there. Did you not bury him outside of the, the line for the invisible fence? That would have been a better idea. Oh, my God. Why didn't you do that? I didn't think about that, actually. Oh, my God. You know, that's a thing that I should have thought about. Oh, my God. What's that? Yeah, he's not far from our bedroom door. Jake! Yeah, he's just right over there by the stumps. Why? Yeah. Look, I need some direction. Do I look like a grave digger? Last time we tried to dig a grave, it didn't go very good either. Well, I didn't do that. I did it right out front, right by where we park our cars. And, you know, that I just because I was thinking that way she gets home from school and she could walk by his grave and she could be like, hello, friend. Um, and But then eventually he's not in it because the dogs dug him up and it's just a hole in the ground. It's just a rock. A lie. Everything about this grave is a lie. There's not even going to be a body in it anymore. The gravestone is a lie. Everything about this. Is, did she ever have a rabbit? You know what I mean? <laughs> but we replaced him. <laughs> we, uh, we had another rabbit that was like an outside rabbit. And was just like, all right, well, we're not breeding rabbits anymore, so guess you can have this guy and just put him in there. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, so that's for fun. Yeah. <laughs> what a weird life. Yeah. You know, my dad never would have done that. If I, if any pet I ever had died, he would just be like, throw it out. Not once. No, we never had. You also baptized your cats. <laughs> so. Gotta make sure they're safe. Yeah, you held them under a little too long and then had a funeral on the same day. <laughs> I don't know if I believe you. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to see if, I'm gonna see if you can outlast the bubbles. a little too hard to I bet. What a weird thing. We're out here baptizing cats, ladies and gentlemen. Well. That's so weird. Yeah, I had a really good day with Jasmine yesterday. Yesterday, though, yeah. I think I think I just stopped stopped being a human for a second. I think I'm possessed by the rabbit. <laughs> no, I had a good day with Jasmine. It was uh, I took her shopping, so I got back. I think uh, Friday. Friday morning. Fr- early. Yeah, like five o'clock in the morning, I got home. So Saturday, I took Jasmine shopping because she needed new shoes. And a couple new pair of pants. And it was like, you know, shopping with Jasmine's never fun because she's very, she has buyer's remorse before she buys it. So she's just like, well, I only have this much money. I can only get this thing. So is this really the thing I want? 
So you kind of have to just be on her. Like, she's grabbing, like, all kinds of, like, weird socks and stuff. And I'm like, look, those are cool, but, like, then you can't get another pair of pants. Yeah, I'm like, so, you know, I have enough money to buy you one pair of shoes and two pair of pants. So I'm not just going to spend all of the money on you right now. And she did a good job. She got two pair of pants, and they are the most 90s pants you'll ever see. Uh-huh. Yeah, she was like, oh, they just, they're so comfortable, they're so baggy. And I'm like, yeah, I don't understand skinny jeans. I don't understand why everyone's been wearing skinny jeans. They're not comfortable. How do you know? They don't look comfortable. I've had pants too tight before. (laughs) I've, you know, I've gained weight. I've gained weight before. I know what, I know what tight jeans are like and they're not fun. So I've never understood that whole thing. I've never understood why people wanted to do that. Why is this only recording me? I think you're recorded now, too. Am I recording now? Yep. Okay, so sorry if... Uh, it, for... it doesn't look like it's doing anything. It is. Oh, it, okay. It's recording you. All right. I see it now. It's fine. Uh, apologize if for the first 15 minutes of the show you couldn't hardly hear Chia because uh, for some reason it was only picking up my mic and not hers. Okay, so, yeah, sorry if you had to turn it up for a while. <laughs> They're probably like, this is the worst audio. So, dude, who cares? Whatever. Laugh and be blessed. Knock it off. Yeah. We're out here just trying to have a good time. Uh, speaking of which, if you, this is your first episode of Listen to Laugh and Be Blessed, since I just gained, like, 5,000 followers on Facebook recently, mm-hmm. um, it's always like this. <laughs> I'm not gonna We're apologize. just a hot mess. I'm not going to apologize. We are who we are, and uh, it whatever, dude. Welcome to our world. What evs. Oh, um, I want to give a special shout-out to Nora. Oh, yeah? Got to play Fortnite with Nora the other night. Nice. So that was a good time. So That's fun. Yeah, maybe you should start playing so that way. No, <laughs> I'm not going to play Fortnite. Okay. I'm, I am glad that you and the kids and all these other people in the world have found something that you just love to do. I'll read my books. Yeah, that's fine. Speaking of which, mm-hmm. where are we at? Oh, for the year. Yeah. Where are we? I'll, I'll go first. I've not finished a book yet. I'm reading a couple, and none of them are finished. That's okay. That happens. I'm not in, like, a reading mood. Like, I, I feel like I'm having to, like, force myself to read. I've been more in, like, a documentary style mood but you know but i've got a few so i'll end up finishing all of them like once i get really back into wanting to read Mm -hmm. i'll finish a bunch of them really quick and be like okay well now i'm at like you know 10 for the year yeah so yeah i'm at seven i'm averaging two books a week so that's crazy yeah so out of those seven which one do you feel like so far you've liked the best from the same book from last year the words uh the newest book I read that uh, people absolutely love, it's called The Song of Achilles. And it's a little bit of a different take on Achilles. It was interesting, uh, but a lot of it are about him and his um, companion that he has. And it starts off when they're kids, and then like in their preteen years, and then teenage years, and then when they're actually at Troy. Um, so between him and... I can't even pronounce the guy's name, so I'm just going to keep calling him his companion. There's a romantic aspect, but I think it threw me off because it started with uh, not not sexual, but the romance. Romance? Very, no, romance. Oh. Very early in in their story, like preteens. And I was like, mm, 
can we can we wait for the fillings until they're like 18, 19? Right. It throws me off when yeah. things do that. I'm like, and I, I totally get like people start filling, having fillings for people at that age. I just don't want to read about it because it makes me feel like a creeper. Yeah, you don't want to read about any kids. Yeah. Yeah. So that I think threw me off. It, it didn't like cross any lines. It just still, there was like, it just felt weird. It felt weird. Yeah. yeah. So I I just read or read. I just watched a documentary called Keep Sweet, Pray and Obey. Yeah. And it's on Netflix. Like I'm really into a into cult uh, documentaries, and I always have been. Mm-hmm. Like when I was in seventh grade, we had to write a paper on. Uh, we could pick any famous person, and we just had to write like uh, a paper on them. And seventh grade, uh, Charles Manson. Mm-hmm. And it was the first time I ever read anything about Charles Manson. But I'd always been the what. So my I think what it was is that I, I remember mom talking about it. And I remember mom because mom was a little kid mm-hmm. when that happened, like very small. But she remembers it. And they lived he they lived here, like out in the out in the country. Mm-hmm. And she said that they all started locking their doors. Oh wow! Like it, like it changed everything. Yeah. To where before then, no one ever locked their doors, and they were so freaked out that they started. I have like a weird echo now. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> so they started all uh, locking their doors and stuff. This is weird. What is? I hate this. Okay, I don't know. Let's see if that fixes it. Did it fix it? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I hate this computer, guys. I have a friend building a computer for me right now. So things are going to get better. They've got to. They've got to get better. They've got to get. But anyways, I, I don't know. It still sounds like there may be like a slight delay. Am I too close to you? I don't think it's you. I don't know. I feel like it, it kind of be because we usually sit closer than this. Yeah. So anyways, uh, so they all started locking the door. So I just remember I'm just doing this. I'm taking my headset off. OK. So what? hopefully the audio sounds fine. But um I remember thinking about like, oh, dude, that like for someone to have that kind of like grip on people, that's interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Not in a way to where I was like, I want that. Yeah. <laughs> but it was just like, that's that's crazy. That's wild. So it was like fascinating to me. So I did my first paper that I like first legit paper mm-hmm. on Charles Manson. I remember my teacher was like, I don't know if I should be impressed or creeped <laughs> out right now. But um, I had always been, I mean, I times in my life like obsessed with the Manson family like mm-hmm. would watch everything read everything it was so fascinating to me that like this guy had so much hold on people when you would watch stuff about him and be like how did this dude yeah convince people of stuff yeah. and uh, of course drugs had a lot to do with it but then like later on I find out like Danny Treu was in jail with him and like he could hypnotize them into thinking that they were high and like all kinds of stuff. Like mm-hmm. and Danny Trey's like, no, it was real. Like he like legit made me high just by hypnotizing me. He was like, it was so weird. Well and then I found out that like the CIA was doing the MK Ultra <laughs> thing to where like Charles Manson was a part of it and like so he like was working with the CIA at some point. And it's like it's so wild. So wild. So I've always been fascinated with with like cults. Mm-hmm. But I watched this one keep keep sweet. Pray and obey, and it is about the fundamentalists. Um, it, it, uh, the, the fundamentalists is what they were called. Like, what is it? The F- FDLS? Yes. Uh, or FLDS? FLDS. Yeah, yeah. FLDS. Uh, Fundamentalist Latter day Saints. Saints, yeah. Yeah, so basically it was like when the Mormon church um, basically said, we're not doing polygamy anymore. 
or something mm-hmm. like that, yeah. they were like, oh, no, we have to. So they split from the church and started mm-hmm. their own thing where they were still doing polygamy because they believe that in if you you have to have three wives, if you have three wives, then you get up into the like upper echelon of um, of. Heaven. They're heaven. Yeah. You know, I don't think that's really what they call it. I don't know for sure. But it's basically like you create your own like galaxies. Uh-oh. Like you are the master. You become a god. Oh. So you become a god and have your own planets and, and universes and all that kind of stuff. It's crazy. Um, to me, it's crazy. I mean, I don't want to call anybody crazy out here, but uh, that's wild to me. Yeah. Um, why would God be like, yo, you want to be God too? <laughs> I don't know. Anyways. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, but in that. So, like, I was watching it. It's like a five, six-part series, something like that on Netflix. And I'm watching it, and there's that one point where they start finding out that their quote-unquote prophet is marrying, like, 13-year-old girls off to, like, very old guys. Mm -hmm. First of all, 13-year-olds shouldn't be married, Mm -hmm. um, but definitely not to, like, 60... 70 year old men right so then it's like okay we see what's going on it's here. not like they're pairing them up with someone their own age at an early age so they can kind of control the marriage and whatever right. yeah no yeah. that's not what was going on so what got me though what what you said that made me think of this is that in one part they listen to an audio tape of the prophet so they find so basically they like storm the the church building yeah. that they have and Rate it. You say storm like it's a medieval time. <laughs> it is. Um, it, I mean, hey, come on. Uh, you, you didn't watch it. I did. Um, well, maybe it's an ulcer, Chia. Why don't you stop it? <laughs> so they they go in, and there's like these stairs. They go down these stairs. There's like a weird room down in these stairs, and there's this bed. And it, the, there's like a, a, a bed with like all white around it. There's like benches around it and all kinds of weird stuff. And they found like... Uh, a safe with all this information in it and one of them was like a book about like what this bed is and the bed is basically where he would bring young girls to teach them how to have sex yeah exactly and i mean it was gross it was like this the bed has to have white sheets but over plastic to protect the mattress from what will occur like that was the wording they used in in their like bylaws so creepy then they played an audio tape of him explaining to a 12-year-old kid what's going to happen. And you can hear his quote-unquote wives around him praying with him. And then you hear the audio of him getting started. Ew! I was like, why? Like, I get the doc, and you want people to understand how serious this is in the documentary. But, dude, I do not want to hear that. Yeah. Like, what? That's a little too much. That was a little much for me. I was like, ah, 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 nope, 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 no, no, thank you. So that was, uh, that was something. That was, that was definitely something. Yeah. Which another thing that, like, grossed me out is I, I I watched a movie recently. I don't know the last time I watched a movie where I thought I was going to throw up and had to shut it off. Really? I watched a movie called Cheap Thrills. Yeah. There's a part in this movie, I don't really want to give too much away. Because it's, uh, you know, in case somebody wants to watch it. But there was a, such a gross part that had to do with cannibalism. Uh-huh. Very graphic. Uh-huh. That I had to shut the movie off and go outside because I thought I was going to throw up. Ew. I do not remember the last time that happened watching a movie. I finished it. I finished the movie. Because I, at that point, I was like, well, I have to just... So I fast-forwarded it past that part. Yeah. And it was like, I, I, I'm not watching that, but I'll watch the rest of it. Yeah. And the movie was just okay. 
wasn't worth it. <laughs> but <laughs> it wasn't wasn't worth all that. But other than that, I've just been pretty much watching like so Naked and Afraid. Yeah. And then I got off of, of that kick and now I'm watching stuff on cults, which have we talked about the Naked and Afraid thing? That I don't think we've talked about. I don't about think it. we have. No, okay. Funniest thing oh, I've ever seen in television. It. I no one else finds this funny but me and Chia. We've told I think your mom laughed pretty hard. Maybe, but we've told a handful of people this story and they just I don't <laughs> think they get it. So we're watching Naked and Afraid and there's a part there's a, in so at the very beginning of it they're like explaining who the the two people are that's going to be doing this. And one of the people one of the the guy he's his name's Trent and he was like I I think I'm unique because I'm the only I think I'm the only contestant on this show that has ever had, had an encounter with Bigfoot. <laughs> and that in itself was like, well, that's interesting. Like, we perked up. We're like, hmm. Yeah, we're like, okay. What's going on here? So then he tells the story. He's like, I was 12 years old. Me and my friends were camping. We hear something walking outside on two legs, and then it lays on top of me. And we were like, wait, what? what? That's strange. And then throughout the show, any chance he gets, he tells the story. But it keeps getting shorter and shorter every time. Mm -hmm. So, like, that first night, him and his partner are laying in the shelter together. And out of nowhere, it's not like she said anything. Out of nowhere, he goes, well, yeah, I mean, I've seen Bigfoot. <laughs> and she's like, what? And he goes, yeah, I've seen Bigfoot. And she's like, stop messing with me. He's like, no, seriously, 12 years old. He laid on top of me. And it's like, wait, what? But then he doesn't stop around the show, and he keeps getting shorter and shorter. So then later, she leaves. He's in the shelter by himself, and he keeps hearing a noise. It's probably a jaguar or something, but he doesn't know what it is, and he keeps getting freaked out. So he hears this big predator outside so his solution is to run out of the shelter which he's made a door for and everything it was pretty secure yeah, it was pretty good yeah he starts running butt naked through the woods screaming, screaming help i'm scared somebody help Some, me it was sad it was yeah, it was sad because he was sad. terrified he was like somebody help me i'm scared so then like the production company like their producer and everything they're like they're like well Sounds like Trent's like screaming through the woods, so we're gonna go see what's going on. Because they camp nearby, so they can hear what's going on and be there. Yeah, so they go up to his camp. He's not there. They hear him in the woods just screaming, and they're like, "Trent, Trent!" <laughs> and they catch up to him finally, and they're like, "What's going on?" He's like, "Oh my God! Thank you guys so much. I love you guys so much. Thank you for coming, man. I thought I was, I thought I was dead for sure, man. I haven't been that scared since I was twelve years old. And Bigfoot, Bigfoot laid, laid on, on me." me. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just kept bringing it up. By the end, he was like, "Yeah." 12 years old, Bigfoot laid on me. 12 years old, Bigfoot laid on me. It was so funny, man. So uh, I went from, from watch, pretty much binge-watching that to uh, switching gears a little bit. Now I'm watching uh, all these cult documentaries. Mm -hmm. But I did. Oh, I'm, I almost forgot about this. I watched every episode of that 90s show. Oh, yeah. Um, and you've watched, I've what, watched, three? No, four, maybe five. Okay. So you're almost almost done with it. Mm -hmm. I was not sure how this show was going to go. Yeah. I was very nervous about it. We're still good. I know, but it just did the beep thing again. I hate this computer so much. Well, so you'll I don't get know. a new one soon. I, yeah, he's building it right now. But oh. It's okay. Anyways. Breathe. Uh, <laughs> Bigfoot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I was nervous about how this show was going to go. I love that 70s show so much. Mm -hmm. I was very nervous about it. And a lot of times whenever they try to like do a spin-off show or do like a like reboot or anything like that, it just doesn't go great. I think they handled this show perfectly. Oh yeah. They So good. So Red and Kitty are for the most part the stars of the show, mm -hmm. which makes sense. Yeah. 
Um, but their granddaughter. They always were. Yeah, we 100%. know this. Yeah, well, towards the end, they really were. Yeah, towards the end of the show, I mean, they really were. Um, but their granddaughter Leia, which is Eric and Donna's daughter, are is staying the summer with them. So she's technically the main character, mm-hmm. li- like her dad was. Mm-hmm. But then there's, you know, you just you have everybody that you you love, so mm-hmm. you you see everybody's point of views and stuff. But the way they handled it to where you get a taste of all of the original cast, except for one, for for good reason. Yeah. Um, you get a taste of all of them. Mm-hmm. They're all, they all just kind of like come in a little bit, just enough for people to be like, yeah, but then they go right yeah, back to the kids. Yeah, they don't steal the show. I, I swear, it sounds so weird. I don't know. I don't know. I, don't I can't care. hear nothing. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I'll listen to it. We'll publish it, and if it sounds real weird, then sorry. Yeah, she was on acid. Um, <laughs> or maybe but, they are. Maybe, yeah, maybe you are. That's why it sounds so weird right now. Uh, no, I'm, I'm, I love it so much. I, they, as of right now, they are doing a second season. Okay. Um, which I'm here for. Yeah. I, I love it. I've already rewatched like three episodes. So. Wow. Oh yeah, because you watched them with me. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm into it. Good. Uh, I've off and on been watching Supernatural and then Naked and Afraid with you. I've been sleeping. You've been watching a lot. Supernatural, Naked and Afraid with me. <laughs> <laughs> that actually, I mean, that's not a lie though. We've watched Supernatural, Naked and Afraid, and afraid. before. Yes, that's true. <laughs> uh, we were afraid because of the show, not like each other's bits. <laughs> it's not like we were terrified of each other's bits. Like, uh. uh what a, oh, I started to watch the Fantastic Beast movie over again. Um, fell asleep during. Yeah, one so you're of them. just not watching like new stuff right no, now. No, yeah. we don't have to talk about things you've already show. seen. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just saying. I thought that people cared. They do. I'm kidding. No. I'm sorry. No, you I'm don't sorry. care. That means nobody cares. Everybody cares. Nobody loves me. You're the star of the show. I'm just saying. You are. People are like, where? I'll go to shows sometimes, and people will be like, "Where's Chia?" And I'm like, "Living a life." <laughs> Probably Nobody asks this. Nobody asks where I'm at. Somebody asked where you were in Louisville. Yeah. And got a picture with you. Yeah, that's it. That was the only person ever. Because you were there. People ask where you are a lot at shows. How do they even know who I am? Because it's this podcast. Are you, oh, are, are you okay? I don't know. I didn't know like that many people who listened to the podcast went to the shows. Mm. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I did I ask sometimes. on Facebook. Uh, I was like, hey, I've got some. I just watched these documentaries. Uh, does anybody have any recommendations? And I got quite a few recommendations. Yeah. So good. I'm excited about that. So uh, one thing that we wanted to start doing with the podcast, we've not done it yet just because we're still, it's still like a weird setup. Yeah. The computer sucks. But when I get back from Atlanta, I'll have my new computer. I'm setting it up in here different. It, it will finally be a streaming slash studio, so mm-hmm. it'll be good. But we're wanting to play a new game, one, like once a week or so, or once a month at least, wanting to play a new board game that we have, and then kind of like telling people what we think about it. I didn't realize so many people were into the board games. Yeah. When I did my live stream the other day with all the board games behind me, I had a lot of people asking about them, and people were like, can you show us your games? So I'll eventually end up doing a video of, of just kind of going through the games. And we used to do a YouTube show called um, Let's Talk Games, right? I have no idea. We you, did like two. I don't remember. I think we did like four. Did we? Yeah. I think it was Let's Play Games or Let's Talk Games or now something like that. Now I gotta look it up. Um, 
I'm on the YouTube. Yeah, we used to do that, but it was... Call YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) We need to get YouTube down here to film this. Uh, But it was just, you know, poor production and everything. But now we're getting to the point to where I think we'll be able to set it up to where we can actually get into more games. So that might be like a YouTube series that we start doing again eventually. But... um, yeah, new. I haven't really been playing any. I did start playing a, a new game called Victor Vran, which is because the new Diablo comes out in a couple months, and Victor Vran is very close. It's like a Diablo clone. So I'm playing that a little bit on my stream, uh, twitch.com slash Jake underscore Ruble. I'm playing that on my stream a little bit just to kind of get ready for that. But um, I've not been playing any games. I literally feel like I have been in such a fog. Uh I'm trying to do this new thing where I work a few days and have a few days off, then work a few days instead of doing like three or four in a row. Yeah. I don't know how it's working out. Yeah. Um, I did feel a little better doing it this week, having two days off in between. But now I only have this one night off, and I really need to go in for four hours, but I don't think I'm going to be able to. Yeah. Um, And then I work another two, and I just, I don't know. I feel like everything's just kind of blurring together. Yeah. And it's really weird. Yeah, I get that. Like, I slept so much. Those two days I had off, I got off on Wednesday morning and went to sleep probably about 10 a.m., woke up at 5 p.m., and went back to sleep at 10 p.m. that night. Yeah. Also, also, But I don't know if it's the weather has a lot to do with that, too, because I'm doing the same stuff. Yeah. It's I been mean, like this now, for months. Now luckily, now, luckily, though, like, I'm... Whenever I got back on the road, I was fine. Yeah. Like, I, I came home, like, last night I didn't go to sleep till like, midnight, and I slept until, like, 10, 11 o'clock this morning. Yeah. Um, and only got up, like, once in the middle of the night, mm-hmm. and that's rare for me. Yeah. So, like, I got sleep last night, finally. I literally, the first thing I said, I woke up, looked at my clock, and seen what time it was, and I said, finally. Oh. Because, like, I'm finally back to, like, a little bit of a normalcy. Yeah. Yeah. No, so. I... It has been like this for months, and it's crazy because it's, it's not even that harsh of a winter. Yeah. But I have... But maybe that has something to do with it. Like, our bodies are used to it being a hard winter, and it's not. I don't know. Because I'm just like, I'm not wanting to get out of bed. And there's some seasonal depression in there, too. But I'm just so tired, and I have no energy. And I'm really hoping it is the weather and everything, and once it starts getting a little bit more sunny. That's the other problem, though, is I'm not taking, like, any vitamin D or going tanning or being outside at all. Yeah. I'm only up during the nighttime, and I'm in a building the whole time, so that's... Yeah, you should probably start taking some vitamins. I, I probably should. I feel better when I'm taking mine every day. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. I'm not very good at taking care of myself. All right. Uh, we actually have a topic of the show today. Oh, we do? We do. I have oh. a topic of the show, so let's get into this. Okay. Whoa, here's the tots. The topic of today's show. Whoa, here's the tots. Laugh and be blessed. God, I love that song so much. <laughs> it's so good. All right, today's topic of the show. Uh, I pulled this up a, a while back, and I've been waiting because I, I wanted to read this to to you. Okay. Um, these are interesting ways that people have quit their jobs. Ooh. Yeah, people who quit their jobs with style. Nice. All right. So uh, this comes from BoredPanda.com is where I got this stuff from. I only read like one or two of them and then stopped because I wanted it to be fresh whenever I read it with you. So 
You know what I think of when you say fresh? That no. movie that we yes. watched? I know. Uh, I actually forgot what the name of that movie was until the other day. I was reading, like, uh, the best horror movies that came out in 2022, and that was one of them. And I was like, what's fresh? And then I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now I remember. All right. Um, so, number one. This is the first one. So my brother-in-law has resigned from his nine-to-five job in spectacular fashion. Jerry Maguire meets Master uh, Master Chef. Yeah, Jerry Maguire meets Master Chef. So this guy baked a cake for his boss and wrote on the cake his resignation. Oh. So it says, to the management, border force standstead. Today is my 31st birthday, and having recently become a father, I now realize how precious life is and how important it is to spend my time doing something that makes me and other people happy. For that reason, I hereby give notice of my resignation in order that I may devote my time and energy to my family and to my cake business, which has grown steadily over the past few years. I wish the organization and my colleagues the best for the future, and I realize... And I remind you that if you enjoy this cake, you can order more at Mr. <laughs> cake. That's so funny. Yeah. How, how gangster is that I though? To be like, here's my resignation. On my new job. You taste it. You taste how good <laughs> that is. Like if it's the best cake ever, they can't help but use him i just thought that was dope dude he literally baked a cake that's so awesome all right number two people at a store at my mall got fed up with the way their manager treated them so they did not open the store in the mall they left the chain the like the chain guard or whatever it is like the the weird gate they left that down and wrote a huge note on it that says dear jamie since you decided to say cancer is not an excuse and think that it's okay to swear at your employees like you do all the time we quit this is why you can't keep a store manager longer than a year you abuse you're abusive uh, you ab- sorry i can't read you abuse your role and staff enjoy the fact that you lost a store manager, co-manager, and key holder in the middle of back to school. Think next time you treat people the way you do. We aren't allowing it anymore. Sign Nikki, Jess, and TJ. Love it. Yeah, it looks like it's a Journeys or something. I think it's a Journey store because you can kind of see the picture in the background. But th- how crazy is that? It starts with, since you decided to say cancer is not an excuse. Yeah. I want more of that story. Like, wait, What? Like, but we've all had bosses like that where you call in and it's just like, well, why can't you come in? It's like, it doesn't matter. I can't come in. This is the sad thing is I've only had bosses like that at places like that. A fast food restaurant where like literally I lived 45 minutes away and it snowed. I didn't know how bad the roads were. And my boss was like, well, just drive real slow. There's people driving out right now. And I'm like. But I live in the country. You're on a highway. Yeah. Way. Yeah. Like, dude, come on. And I still went, and it took me forever. I know. Because I had to go so slow. And dude, you went in one time after a tornado, and a huge storm, and a flood. I guess it was a flood. It wasn't yeah. tornado. So it was a flood. Trees were down. The roads were flooded. You, I told you not to go to work. So you're very. So you did because you're very independent, and I love that about you. And I'm, I'm not gonna force you to do something, but I was like, you really should not go to work. And I got a phone. I woke up to a phone call from you because you tried to go anyways and hit uh, a tree that was falling down. Yeah. 
hit a tree that was falling down in a flood. The road was flooded and there was electrical lines in the water. Yeah. You could have died. I literally for Burger King. Truck. I know. I know. It was a truck and I had to crawl through the back window and stay on the um, bed of the truck until he got there and uh, there was still a little bit of water in between me and you and I had to kind of like leap over into your arms yeah. to make sure I didn't get in the water where the lines were down. Yeah, for Burger King. Yeah. Yeah, we need to have a discussion about your toxicity but, but, towards so employers. The, the other places I've worked, mm -hmm. I've not had that. Right. And there are things like the hospital yeah or cook or something to where like like burger king and some retail places i've worked and stuff they want to be like well why yeah and it's like dude it's none of your business why i, I can't come in because i can't come in yeah where these other like corporate places i've worked you just say i'm not able to come in i remember working at cook and they specifically said do not tell us why you're not yeah we don't care if you need to call in you need pto it's none of our business yeah that's and great and they would say, unless it's something, like, extreme to where maybe you need FMLA or something. Right. Like, then you need to talk to HR yeah. and get that figured out. But if it's, like, you're sick, your car's broke down, you need a mental health day, you don't have to say those things. It's out of control. All right, number three. One of my coworkers quit his, uh, quit his job today, and we found this on his computer. So this is a, a computer designer. So he designed, like, software. He was a software designer. So you know, like, whenever you go to, like... Uh, install like new software on your oh computer. God. Was I muted? I think I was muted. Oh what my god! Chia. Uh, that one was on you. I know. <laughs> oh my god! I'm gosh. so sorry, everyone. This is so crappy. How does anyone listen to this? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, what a hot, hot mess. Most people would start the podcast over. Yeah, we're too far in. We've gone too far. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Uh, but, wow. We're just garbage. Luckily, I'm loud enough that... Hopefully, it picked it up. Yeah. All right. So, number three. One of my coworkers quit today. We found this on his desktop. So, he's a soft, like a software engineer. So, like whenever you go to close out <coughs> or like install something, you have the pop-up window that comes up. Mm-hmm. I'm just... Okay. I, I knew because I looked behind you and I could see well, your good. screen. So, yeah, like, you'll have a pop-up window that'll pop up and it'll be, like, uh, install. It'll be, like, ignore, you know, like, you have, like, little buttons that you can push on the little the little box that pops up, right? So, yeah. he had designed a box and put it on his desktop. Okay. And it says, the designer you treat like shit has quit unexpectedly. Oh, wow. Yeah, your company and other employees are not infected. Click renegotiate to discuss terms for new contract click hr to find out how badly you effed up wow so there's one that said ignore so there's three buttons ignore hr or renegotiate that is a baller move yeah that is a baller move right there to be like look look how good i am yeah number four this is my friend's resignation letter uh it is Basically, so it's they got a bottle of Jack Daniels, okay, and and printed their own label and put on it. Nice. And but this one was actually it looks like not bad. So it said uh, it says uh, Nino Gupanos. I don't know. I can, I can barely read English. Resignation letter. Letter. Uh, employee number one nineteen. Dear sir, the past five years were nothing but awesome. I am forever grateful. Oh, so, so that it's was like, like a, a parting nice gift. It's like yeah. a parting gift. That one's pretty cool. I like that. 
Um, all right, so number five, this just says my two-week notice, so I don't know what anything about it yet. It's just a piece of paper. They wrote a note. So it says, I am sorry that my my stepmother died so suddenly from cancer. Another cancer oh, one. Oh, jeez. Bosses suck. I'm sorry that my stepmother died so suddenly of cancer. I'm sorry that I am not a robot and was emotionally affected by her passing and had to miss work. I'm sorry that I got sick and had to miss work so that I didn't get anyone else sick. I'm sorry I work 47.5 hours per week without getting paid the overtime that I am legally oh. uh, owed for the last seven months, and thus have little choice but to schedule necessary doctor's appointments during school hours. Clearly, I'm a terrible employee, and for that I apologize. I know you hate people telling you how to do your job, but I suggest you start looking for my replacement immediately. Oh my gosh. Man. Uh, oh, this is dope. Number six, guy quits at a gas station. He uses the sign out front to tell his <gasps> boss he quit. It says, my boss can change his own damn sign. I quit. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of cussing in these quitters. Yeah. You know? <laughs> in these quitters. <laughs> no, I don't. They, it sounds like their bosses suck. That's so funny, though. <laughs> my boss can change his own sign. I quit. Uh, number seven. Saw this at Bed Bath & Beyond. Mm. Uh... Okay, it's literally a ticket that says, like, New Wave Pro uh, Infrared Oven. And then it's got, like, the specs of it and the price. So the specs are digital control panel. My boss is a prick. <laughs> Comes with extending ring kit. I'm quitting today. 12 by 5 by 15 by 5. $119. They just slid wow. it in there. They just slid them in there. <laughs> oh, that's how long that was funny. sitting up there. I know. Oh, that's so good. Number eight, a co-worker posted pictures of himself in random places when he quit. This is the back of a clock, and he quit two years ago. <laughs> he just, he quit his job, <laughs> and then he hid little pictures of himself all over the office. I like that. Um, uh, okay, this one, literally, I guess somebody quit at a grocery store, and they went in, and they just turned all the cereal boxes upside down. Hmm. I don't, I mean, that one's not very good. I don't know why you put that on here. It's like, okay. Um, oh, my gosh. Okay. So, you know the signs, like, driving on the highway? There's the big signs that'll say stuff like the digital Billboards? signs. That'll, no, the big digital signs that'll say stuff like exit, you oh, know, yeah. 119 is closed, stuff like that. So there's a big sign, one of those digital signs, and it says, Exit 329 close. Sucks to be you, but I got fired today, so don't expect any help. <laughs> oh, my God. That's wild. Sucks to be you, dude. Uh, <laughs> someone's like, well, where do I go? Yeah, it's like, well, what do I, I do? Did not, I, did not, I did not I fire you. I did not fire you. I did not fire you. <laughs> Number 11 uh, is another sign. Uh, Dear Nikki, I saw your email. Don't worry. I'm not mad. I can see you... I can see why you would think I'm inconsistent and not much of a team player. I mean, that time I covered for your girlfriend when she had an emergency? Totally selfish of me. <laughs> and let's not forget the fact that I only called out sick two times in the past four years. How inconsistent of me. <laughs> so yeah, I get it. I'm sorry you feel that way. But that's life, huh? I'm sure this story will be much better off without me. Good luck with everything. <laughs> P.S. I'm not coming in tomorrow because F you. <laughs> All right. Um, 
All right, so this is like a resignation letter that somebody wrote on a whiteboard in the office. It says, all right, you guys, it's been real, real shitty. See what I did there? But seriously, <laughs> I've learned so much from working here the first year and a half. I've learned who steals and how they do it. I've learned who cheats the common system, <laughs> the, er, the commission system. I've learned who does drugs at work. Oh. I've learned who knows about all these things and covers it up. I've learned what else you've been covering up, too. I've learned <laughs> about the multitude of... Uh, the multitude of lands that your company violates. I don't, laws, laws. Laws. Sorry. Yeah, it's very small print. Uh, the laws that your company violates. I've learned that it's time to switch markers because he went from black <laughs> to blue. I've learned that it's time to switch markers. I've learned that the... Uh, the worse you are at your job, the better your job security is. Oh, I... Yeah. I feel that. I've learned all of this and so much more, and thanks to the magic of the internet, soon everyone else will learn about all these things, too. Enjoy it while it lasts. <laughs> P.S. Can I still use you guys as a reference? Oh, my God. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> this person quit their job, and they, it's a little doodle of a dinosaur. And it says, this is a drawing of a dinosaur. It is also my two weeks notice. <laughs> <laughs> That's silly. I like it. Number 14, my coworker went all wet seal on our boss today. I don't know what that means. Let's find like out. I was attacked at work by a drunk employee and my boss won't fire him because he's too lazy to work the open shift. So I quit. Someone will probably be with you shortly. Have a swell day. Oh. So they I left think, that. The hostess left this... that. I think it, I think the hostess left it like on the oh. in a restaurant or something. I don't get the what seal thing. Yeah, I don't get that either. But I think that was a store or is a store, but I don't know. Maybe it's a thing that we just don't know because we're not cool. Probably. Um, look at what my coworker and I left in the break room today. It's two cakes. One oh. says I quit. The other cake says me too. Oh, nice. <laughs> they both quit. <laughs> Uh, my ex-manager wouldn't give me my last paycheck without a resignation letter, number 16. So it says, untitled resignation letter, I quit. <laughs> That's all it says. It's like, here you go. Uh, number 17, uh, the note says, I have chosen this type of paper for my two-week resignation as a symbol of how I feel about this company and the way they've treated me, and ironically, how it is disposed of where I feel this company is going. It's on toilet, toilet paper. paper. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, this person gave their boss a card. It says, even though you knew this time would come, there's no way to prepare your heart for such a loss. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Alex, two weeks notice. <laughs> I like that. Uh, an entire crew quit at a local restaurant. Attention, the Dickies crew has quit. The store is understaffed, and the owner doesn't care about the store enough to take care of it. Visit the Lewis Center store. <laughs> They're like, go over there instead. Oh, here's a poem that somebody wrote uh, to CVS, their boss at CVS. Okay. Dear Scott, a poetic resignation letter. I have... 
I hate to have to give you this news, but this is the decision that I had to choose. I had to leave the store of retail. If you wish, I'll go into more detail. The pay is little and the stress is much. I must get out before the Christmas photo rush. <laughs> good luck on good luck with the newbie. Hope she does well. Sadly, from experience, the next few months for her will be hell. Oh God! My photo technology was ever expanding, but customer problems are far too demanding. See, stores have been robbed, but it seems corporate doesn't care. Employees are underpaid, and that's not fair. Honestly, none of, none of this is your fault. You were such a great boss. I just hope my leaving isn't such a huge loss. I was employee of the year, but now it's time to go. I'll miss the friends I've made, but especially tutoring Joe. <laughs> I know you'll miss my morning smile and evening glow, giving customers happy greetings, which were all for show. <laughs> I'll miss your wit, humor, and even your Jedi mind tricks, you always found a way to make us work extra shifts. <laughs> this is my two weeks notice, which you have probably gathered. I sincerely hope your heart is not shattered. <laughs> As a gift to myself and to you, my last day will be the 8th of December, for that's the day of my birth, so I'll surely remember. <laughs> Thank you for giving me this opportunity of employment. Dear Scott, working for you has been nothing but enjoyment. So at least that was like a nice yeah. way of being He's like, like I, I like you, but... Yeah, the company's bad, but I like you. Yeah. So. Um, all right, I'm going to end there. There's 89 of those. those. Oh, I don't think we're going to go through all of those. No, but I'm going to end there. So uh, we've had a lot of technical difficulties this we episode. Have. We should not release it. And guess what I'm going to do? We're going to release it. We're going to release it right now. So thank you guys so much for listening. If you got this far, we really appreciate <laughs> it. Um, when I get back from Atlanta and we do our next podcast episode, if I don't do one before then, it'll be on a new computer. Everything's going to be better. I love you guys so much. Thank you for everything. If you're frustrated with this podcast, just remember. Laugh and be blessed. <laughs>